Chapter 1. The Pandemic and the Coming of Savior The whole thing started during the fall of 2011. The population concerns were centered on a variety of man-made natural disasters, including several epidemics that ravaged parts of the world. Luckily, the United States had managed to endure these difficult times relatively unscathed, which sadly led to speculation that some foreign power had a hand in the pandemic that started in here in the U.S., eventually spreading throughout all of North and South America. It started in the urban areas, and before anyone knew what was going on, hundreds of thousands were dead. As the bodies piled up, a lot of people, especially in America, were starting to take it as a sign that it was the beginning of the end of times foretold by various religions. Domestically, it wasn't long before there were areas of heavy rioting and outright panic. In his November 21st speech to the people of the country, the president laid out his plan to a desperate populace. In that speech, he explained to the citizens that he had assembled a task force charged with consolidating all studies and research of this dreaded disease that the media dubbed the Red Death Virus, or Bleeding Mouth Disease, and that work towards finding some sort of cure or defense from it was utilizing the vast resources of the federal government, and so the entire country waited as the days turned into weeks. Then on the seventh week, there was a breakthrough of sorts a drug that could severely diminish a person's chances of catching the illness if taken regularly, although it could do nothing for those who had already been infected. And soon the top four North American pharmaceutical companies began manufacturing vast quantities of the drug in various forms. There was a concentrated vaccine to be administered initially, as well as a lesser dosage that could be taken orally every day. Six more weeks passed before there was enough of a supply available to be able to administer to large concentrations of population. As the fatality rate throughout the country was still climbing, it was decided to hold a national lottery to determine which severely affected regions would receive their supplies of the medicine. To maintain orderly and peaceful distribution, the president initiated the formation of a temporary organization, one that would combine parts from the CDC, law enforcement, and the National Guard. This temporary agency would be called the Strategic Agency Against Viral Infections by Organized Resistance. This agency would work to ensure the peaceful dispensation of the drug throughout the various regions as determined by the lottery. It was also revealed that several European and Asian industrialized nations had been given enough information and samples of this medication so that it could be duplicated. By this point, it was estimated that 23% of the population of the United States had already been killed. And it wasn't just the disease that was the problem, but also the public's perception that society was breaking down. So Savior was charged with two original tasks. They were to manage the efficient diffusion of the treatment to the American people, and ensure relative domestic tranquility by policing areas of severe civil unrest and quell any plague-related riots. The emphasis originally was to keep things as orderly while rapidly and efficiently getting the treatment to as many Americans as possible in the shortest amount of time. Four weeks later, the fatality rate for victims of the disease started to ebb, and within 90 days, the number of Americans getting diagnosed with the disease had dropped down to nearly 80%, and so the president personally thanked the valiant efforts of everyone who had worked to stop this deadly disease from ravaging our country, as well as the entire world and called for a day of worldwide celebration in honor of what had been accomplished. Soon after that day of celebrations, the fate of Savior was being decided in congressional hearings. Opponents of the agency pointed to what they called various human rights violations in several limited locations, 
especially in areas where protesters and rioters had been shot with live ammunition. Called into question was the organization's ruthless pursuit to ensure that the treatment wasn't made available through various international black markets. Also cited was the strict immigration enforcement that Savior encouraged the president to implement throughout the United States. The borders were reinforced, barricades were made, and any persons entering the country were required to submit to a very lengthy health screening.